Another episode of Neon Radio Podcast. I'm Reese. I'm Dan. I don't know if I can be nice, but I'll be sweet. I'm Declan. Sweet is always your best. <laughs> um, this week we are continuing on with our Quentin Tarantino filmography and we are reviewing Kill Bill Volume 2. Mm. Um, spoiler warning we do spoil the film's plot and everything about it, so please go out, watch the movie, come back, and let us break it down for you. A little bit of info on the film first. As like the other movie, the film is written for screen and directed by Quentin Tarantino with writing and character creation credit for Uma Thurman. Q and U. Cinematography by Robert Richardson and by the chosen soundtrack and Lipton samples by Tarantino, the original score for this film is done by Robert Rodriguez. Mm, for a, a dollar. change up. For one dollar. One dollar. Really? Yeah. Is that a little bit of factoid you dropped? Yeah, I th- but I think he mentioned it last time. Oh, did we? You've mentioned it on another one, yeah. I know we said that um, last week's one was not Rizza or someone like that. Was it Rizza? No, but you've mentioned this fact before oh, in one I? of the other pods, oh, okay. yeah, for sure. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. So, yeah, um, that's pretty much the film info for the movie. Let's jump into our initial thoughts. Uh, Declan, you're first this time. Yeah, um, yeah, I, re- I really like this movie. Um and I was remembering as I watched it how much I like it but then I also remember when I got to the final part something that has always frustrated me ever since the first time I watched it yeah. it's, it's too many Bill monologues at the end man for me it just gets it just starts <laughs> to going. tire me I was just like oh god because I know oh, I think I just was like oh man how many more fucking monologues are we going to have because it's over it's two, two hours and 17 minutes so it's, it's it's long and all the action happens at the start mm-hmm and as cool as it is that final part and as cool of a character as Billy is the way he talks and everything it just was like when the, when he started talking about oh I've always been a fan of superheroes I was like fuck man I don't really want to do another <laughs> fucking Tarantino monologue now we've got the gold at this point we've got the- <laughs> now we're doing superheroes yeah like I like like I do like the movie but that yeah. I was just like oh god come on <laughs> alright so that was your gripe that's my gripe right yeah but all around you like otherwise it. I really like it I think fair it's really good. I probably enough. like it even more than the first one. That's yeah. fair enough. Yeah. Damn, man. It's going to be interesting. <laughs> this is a fucking good movie. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I wish I put this in my top 10. Yeah. I really forgot how good this movie was. I, yeah, I loved it. I could sit there and watch another two hours of it just straight. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I can't listen. I'm, I think I've hit a point in my life where I, I don't like Tarantino's monologues at some point no, now. They've, they've dropped out. Tarantino out. You're, you they're, just like, they're just so self-indulgent sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> just, he is. There's no doubt about it. I, yeah, I just... I, I look at it as like... Like it's art, man. I just... I get that. I get yeah. that. But like, yeah. the, like the build-up of like... I've, I was trying to remember the point of that super the comic book monologue yeah. and when he gets to the point where he's like you're a killer and you're pretending I was like oh shut up <laughs> shut up <laughs> oh man yeah, I, just I mean it. he's I making get, his point um, but yeah I just I don't know I listen to it it's like it's like when you give a you know what's the saying you give a uh, candy to a baby it's yeah. just like you just take me yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I'll agree with you on the front where for me it's sometimes it's not even about what they're saying 
it's about the cadence and rhythm of how he writes. I get that. I'm not yeah. I, 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 yeah. like for the whole rest of the movie, yeah. I was in, yeah. and when it got to that point, I was like, I fucking heard too many of these monologues. God now. damn it, Declan! It. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We get it. You didn't like the, the, the monologues. God. <laughs> I lo- yeah, I loved it. Like it's. Oh man, uh, yeah, the cinematography, the, the it's acting, a gorgeous looking movie. The fighting and the just, yeah, you know, even the oldest, the the, the crash zooms, it, it just. It's like the first one was like a tester, and then the second one was just fucking this nail it in, and yeah, just and the, oh, the cinematography alone, it's so good, man. Yeah. I just forgot how good it was. Like even I oh, will go into it later, but yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to know what your thoughts are? My thoughts, I I really well. This is the thing. Whenever I watch these movies, uh, I always feel like they're one. I know some people can you can look at it and you can go they're two different films. That's how I feel. Yeah, yeah but yeah. for me, they always feel like I could watch the full thing in one go and i would be happy you could cut out that opening like you know her driving which is fantastic and then go straight to like mm. the the church scene mm. and just bash it on to the end of the first one and then continue with the story um that being said if we have to split it up as we have to i do like the first film more wow. and and the reason why that is i think that it just it's uh quicker paced um, I think that it's uh, it's more running along the lines of what the idea, the initial idea of the film was, until it became more of a philosoph- uh, philosophy. Mm. And uh, uh, and it's right, you know, what Declan says. There is a lot of monologues. Yeah, I love. And I, have, uh, the, I, I like him too. And I, I don't. I don't think I didn't enjoy him as much as you. Like I, I enjoyed. I honestly liked all of them up until yeah. that final fucking final one. Superman and one. Just really, really. So I, I was like, oh come on. <laughs> I even enjoyed that one. Yeah, but that being, but that's because just the sound of how how it all comes out from those characters mm. and how it's written really resonates. I'm like, that's really interesting and in how oh, they the talk. So good, man. Tabby Carradine's a ripper in this movie. Mm. But um, yeah, I like the first film. I think it's just cooler. It's just cooler. I find this movie cool. Yeah, I reckon. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I find the first one is too. I don't. Know, I guess the age right now. It's very like you know, pussy wagon and just getting raped in hospital. Uh, I think that's what pulls it out for this, me. Now. This I mean, film, pretty, yeah. this film for that, me, this but... film for me too. But does have a lot of like. It's, there's so yeah. many creepy foot shots and stuff. I'm just like, yeah. what is going on? And the is it in this movie? Yeah, yeah dude, it's oh, fucking heaps it's a of foot them, man. On a squashed eyeball, I was like, yeah, oh, that, that's it, right. It cuts to her bare feet all the time in this yeah. movie. It's Actually, half the movie she is in bare feet. Yeah, she takes yeah. the boots off. He's yeah. obsessed with it. That's funny. So good. Yeah, it doesn't. I don't. I like. I like. It's. I give it to him because he's just so damn unique. Yeah, and that's yeah. A, the one. He's got balls. The man. one thing I would, the one, the the thing that I actually I wanted to highlight in my opening thing. I forgot to the the most. Before you do, oh. can I just sorry? No, go. Okay. I really like the movie, and yeah. it's up there in my top like ten. Yeah. Because those two movies are bashed in my top ten. They always yeah, have yeah. been. Um. So yeah, continue on. Um. No, I wanted to say probably the biggest thing for me that I took away from it is that Uma Thurman is fucking amazing yeah. oh yeah she's awesome she carries this movie yeah, yeah. When, when, I, when she's hugging her daughter at the end far. and then looking at David Carradine just, did you see her expression change just everything yeah. she does in this movie it's is good. phenomenal she's yeah. fucking unbelievable and it's so sad that she that, that, that she got fucking buried in the yeah. shit for like the peak for when she could have been in the prime of her career oh yeah, mm. yeah. stupid mm. she reminds <laughs> me of um the you know they have a very in a way a similar look the girl from French girl from before sunset and before sunrise oh kind of yeah do, 
But she reminds me of like, that's, you know, she's a lot stronger, Uma mm. Thurman, mm. Her, her acting. Um, but uh, I don't know, there's something about those two when I think of the characters they could, there's a, a, a film I could see them in, yeah. like together almost, or writing together or something mm. like that. I don't know, there's something about just a little tidbit. What's mm. going on? Anyway, we're going to get through the rest of it. All right, let's get into the thoughts because there's a lot to go into. Yeah. Um, stylized opening. Uh, I think it feels almost like a horror movie with the music, how it opens. Mm. Yeah. There's this weird, like, the soundtrack is like, it's scary. Um, but it gets me going. It gets me like, you know, I'm ready to go for this movie. Um, Samuel Jackson. Good old Rufus. Yeah. It's Rufus. He's a beast now. There's so many characters in this movie, like so many, like, drops of yeah. um, Tarantino actors randomly placed yeah the fuck yeah so he's, he's, he's gotta be in it yeah but yeah it's so does that mean he's been in every one of them was he in inglorious bastards yeah he yeah? is but he's not <laughs> he's not in it his voice his is voice. in it yeah, right. right yeah and then yeah. my only question now is because he's definitely in the next two. Oh, was he in once upon a time in hollywood that's the one i don't think he was keep talking yeah um uh, I like the contrast with the use of the blacks and white footage, uh, the very old school telling of like who's good and who's bad. Mm. She's in white at the chapel. He's in black. Yep. We get that sense. He's in boots. She's in sandals, yep. which she seems to wear for the rest of the fucking movie in this for some reason. He's not in it. No, he's not. Scheduling conflicts. Couldn't do it. Wow. Well, it's the only one. Yeah. Oh, that's it's the right. only one. It would have been, uh, what's that shit one they made? Captain Marvel. Yeah. One. Probably. Yeah. I don't think it was shit, but continue. <laughs> yes, it was. Continue. Don't, don't get <laughs> don't get me in the middle of this. <laughs> one day when we go through all eighty five of the Marvel movies, we can get into it. You're gonna love that day. Oh mate. Um, Carradine has I said he has so much screen presence and he's super charismatic throughout the whole film. Like i know he's an older man in, in it, obviously. But you kind of do fall for the guy as he talks to her. Like, there's this thing about him where, you know, he's called Snake Charmer for a reason. Yeah. And you do feel like he's he's charming her all the way throughout the film. Something I don't trust about an older dude that gets with a younger chick, but something off-putting about him to me, man. I I get it. I get it. And I think I used to think more that. I can see his charisma, though. Yeah. Yeah. I I just liked how he was just the whole, yeah. But Back even to like the game when he was making those sandwiches, fuck, it was so good, man. But even the um, he's doing a Martin Scorsese there. Yeah. He always has to have someone so, doing oh. something with his hands. Yeah. Um, that's a that's a screenwriting technique. Though. Yeah, you have to have characters yeah. doing right. something. Probably. Even you know, even when he's sitting down chatting to her, yeah, he's, you can see his toes just doing this. Maybe he's did you notice? Yeah, <laughs> so freaking hell, man. Um, the what I was gonna say is like even the start where he says, you know, I'll I'll try. I, I don't promise anything and then she goes you promise and he goes no i said i'll try mm. that's hardly a promise yeah, yeah. It's that that type of dialogue writing and, and coming from how Carradine, you know actually says it yeah it just works mm. like it's just so like oh my god he he's thinking ahead you mm. know yeah which i really like that's solid um, but um in that church you still yeah. talking about church yeah, so, yeah yeah this the shots i just noticed one pop up here you know when the um, the camera just tracks forward where they're standing in the doorway. Yeah, I was going, man, that's a good shot. 
Yeah. Yeah, I was pausing it through certain parts this movie going, man, that's damn good. Mm. Mm. It, well, it, I think the black and white lends itself to this, oh, this yeah. scene. Um, we know it's... Yeah, um, you know, that. Uh, oh, then, yeah, then you got the, the shots feet. of how the feet slowly walk into each other. And they get so <laughs> close to each other. Yeah. It's like they're nose for nose. Yeah, it's, mm. yeah I, I like it. It's good. Um, uh, yet again, we have all the way throughout the movie, my baby shot me down until finally... Bang, bang at the end. Bang, bang at the end. And you're like, um, I swear to God, I, I stand by my theory that this movie, the whole story was originally came to concept by them listening to that song mm. and maybe Uma Thurman sitting there going, you know, it'd be a really good movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And just coming like as if they were doing like their own personal podcast, like yeah. their own personal conversation piece. And yeah. That's how it came to fruition. Yeah. Um, Bill's car's fucking mint. The cars in this movie are all really good, actually. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's one there that's um, is it like a tran? Is it Trans Am? Trans Am, yeah. Yeah. I used to froth on those cars oh, when I was younger. Gorgeous, yeah. man. Um, and they're still bleeping her name out at the start mm. until, is it, um, Ellie Driver says it later on. And yeah, she's in, she like, says it's a classroom and it shows a real face. Yeah. Bing. Yeah, and it's her <laughs> going like that. <laughs> Yeah, that's a weird shot, though. I liked it. Wasn't I it? Liked it. Just, Doesn't she first say it who she is. when she says the name on the grave? Isn't that the first time she says it? Um, or is it? Yeah. So she said, "Well, there lies." Yeah. Um, if you look up uh, Paula Schultz, there lies uh, Beatrix Kiddo. Yeah. And then that's when it goes. Yeah. Bing, that's and then right, yeah. Yeah. You get kind of like a backstory, a bit of a backstory thing on her. Yeah. yeah. Um, I want to know what Bill and Bud's confrontation was. I really want to know because he says, I know we didn't really speak on good terms the last time mm. we chatted. And mm. I'm like, I really want to know what became between the two of them. Yeah, is there any trivia on that? I, no? There's no. nothing that I found, no. But it's something that, I don't know. I'm just, It'll be written on Tarantino's wall somewhere. Yeah, some, yeah probably. Somewhere in a, wait a minute, one weird diary mm. just in like shoved somewhere mm. in the back of like a, a closet. Sid Haig's in it. Yeah. Sad man, I miss Sid Haig. Mate, he's the. Uh, Which one's he? He's the Rob Zombie dude. Yeah, Sid Haig is the bartender yeah. in the film. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. he's really good. He's a good actor. Mm. And shame he died a couple of years ago. Um, yeah, the bar owner I said is fucking asshole, straight up. Um, the shotgun blast, like this is like anything Tarantino based. The blasts in it, it's like they rile people ten feet. Yeah. So shocking. <laughs> so- I, I ran that part because I, I played it and I think I was writing a note and I heard the thing and I remembered how there must be one like those pulley things. Mm. And I played it again and I went, fuck. <laughs> yeah, it's so, <laughs> so violently shot back. So good. Um, uh, yeah, here we go. Here's, I think I'm going to do it early for you. Should I just dance cinematography corner early? Um, I might do it per scene well okay parts, right. parts that come up like this one here is really good because most of it's done in one shot which yes. part's this um the caravan bud's, bud's bud mountain oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. um yeah. so yeah it's up so it's yeah people say so Dick can see that that scene comes yeah, out, yeah, yeah 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 and so it's all we'll, we'll put this shot. shot up on the screen for you when um, you're down yeah <laughs> <laughs> i will actually right a night right time what time 15, it is all right yeah um wow. <laughs> I'll do it. I'll do yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's this is an interesting 
interesting scene because you know, it's, it's just all shot from one perspective. Even when Bud goes back in to the house, it yeah. just stays there. And then yeah. he, he fiddles around and then comes back out again. But what I loved about this shot is just the lighting separation in it. Mm-hmm. Like um, the, the, if you, it's hard to talk about the, the picture in front of you, but where the truck is, mm. behind that, if like if we would have shot it, well, I wouldn't have thought about it. I would have just had a playing back background. But what the what um, uh, Bob did, he's, there's there's two mountains that come together. Yeah, and he's he's lit that up, that up from, at the back. For so far, unless it's like a city somewhere. Yeah, and then he's lit behind. He's lit on top of the truck, and he's lit behind the truck. So he's got all these layers happening there, which makes no fucking sense because there's literally no no. But it doesn't matter because for the scene, it just looks your mind goes. It looks right. Yeah, it's yeah. what's it, what's well, it's always of, very Tarantino stuff's always very stylized, isn't yeah. it? It, yeah. it never goes for a natural look. Really. No, nah. yeah, but it just looks so yeah, so damn good. Yeah. Um, so that's that's my first one. Yeah, because there's take. there's one later on, pretty much the second last scene of the movie, mm. which I was like, wow, that's really well lit. Yeah. But I will get to that. And there's a, yeah, and there's a few um, when we get to pay pay May. How do you say pay May? Pay May. Pay May. Yeah. May. Yeah. When we get to that, I'll talk to you about that one. Um, there was also a moment in it where the film's uh, uh ratio aspect ratio changed. Yeah, that was, just a moment. I yeah, when she's in the coffin. In, in the car i found that weird that it was just in the car ah, yeah same it was no, weird no. to me yeah it is it is, it is. and then when one? he pulls her out of the boot it goes back to 1699 yeah oh i thought it was when she get, was in the coffin nah, it goes black and white when oh. she's in the coffin when she's in the car it's four yeah. it's but you can barely tell because right. the yeah, edges yeah. of the screen are black and i actually i was like oh because you can tell because the edges are sharp yeah yeah, yeah. but otherwise it dies off mm. and then it go i'll just it's, it was it's weird. a weird choice yeah yeah it doesn't make a lot of sense because if they would have yeah. kept it for the whole scene, yeah. I would have been like, okay, so he's trying to make it feel confined. I would have yeah. got it if it was there, then back to 16 by 9 when she's out and then back, and back to 4 back by 3 in the, coffin. in the coffin. That would have made more sense. didn't do it in the coffin because no. you know, she can escape by doing that punch. Well, also, if I know, you were to do was, it yeah. in the coffin, you'd have to shoot it almost like uh, in thirds yeah. for the coffin because... You'd have to run the camera like so far. I'm wondering. <laughs> I'm wondering if if the original intention was to do it in the coffin too, yeah. and then when it came to filming it, they realised it was going to be too hard to cover it, and then they've just gone, "Oh well, we'll just <laughs> we can't leave go it. back and reshoot the stuff in the boot. We'll just leave it." Yeah. yeah. Anyway, but yeah, yeah, that was weird. I found it a little odd. Um, uh, the shot of the eyes and the music just before closing the coffin. This is where the, they look at each other. Yeah, mm. and this is the other point. You know when they when um, they're hammering her in. Yeah. Oh. Right. Even then, that I had it here. Shots of the nails. Yeah, the nails. Bang, bang. But the light when it's just it's just Peaking. a slither of the eye, it, and then the last now, boom, gone, and, th- and that's where it just cuts to black, and you yeah. just hear and sound effects. The sound effects. So good. Mm. Yeah. That that whole scene, the sound effects in that. Yeah. Um. Because you can hear him like dragging the coffin over, yeah, and then mm. dumping it in, yeah, and then this—it's so loud when the first, the first lot of like dirt yeah. hits the top of the cotton. Did coffin. Uh, I'm gonna pause it here? Did have you guys or did you guys watch this at the movies? No, I still um, when it came out of the movies. Uh, I don't think I did either. Yeah, because no. yeah, this was like pretty intense. It was. See, I think see movies like this, man, you got to watch it at a cinema or. Well, it's, it's with a crowd. Like, you yeah. had the best like, home theater system. But I think these type of movies, same as like A Quiet Place and all that, you got to, if you're in a crowd, you get that extra feeling with you. Yeah. yeah and that yeah, and that was intense. I would I would love to watch 
these movies back to back in a in a cinema with like a good crowd, like mm. a crowd that you know cheers and and everything with the film. Yeah. I think it would work really really oh. well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you know when you see her get shot across the, the fucking the desert, you hear ooh from oh, the man. whole crowd or something. Yeah. That's insane. I I just, just on really that cinema cool. thing. Um, yeah. Tarantino's opening up his cinema again. There was an article. Oh, that's cool. Oh, yeah, cool. Yeah. And he's, cool. I think his movies play all the time there. It's pretty yeah, cool. He would, so he would play his own movie. Yeah. Right, <laughs> get that money. Yeah, that's it. Bring that money in. Um, uh, yeah, so I had the sound effects, the whole scene. Uh, he's good at eliciting, eliciting emotion throughout mm. that whole coffin scene. Yeah. Paimé's backstory by the campfire, man. This shit is fire. I love Are you it. kidding me? That's mm. so good. That whole like... And the way it's lit too. I don't even think that... It couldn't... That that, that just can't be from the campfire. I reckon they must have had like an orange spot They or probably did. It would be cool Tungster to see how that was done. Yeah. But just the... I'm talking about the story itself. Yeah, that's cool. The story is so cool. Mm-hmm. Well, he's did just you like, like that a, He's ruthless. Yeah, I like it. I'm just... I've seen it all so many times. Yeah. <laughs> it's like half you've got, yeah, you've got quiet on us. Yeah, I'm just... I'm just... I'm just... um. I, I, you guys, you guys are genuinely more excited by it all than I am. I'm just, I, I like, I like the movie a lot, but I, I don't know why. But I've, I just, I'm, I've got like a weird thing with Tarantino at the moment. I'm just not getting yeah. excited about his stuff. See, it's anymore. exactly like how I was, I, I was with um, Nolan. Yeah, like I still, yeah still but I don't want to see him shitting on it because yeah. I know it's a really good movie. I'm not going to see yeah. it, but I'm just like, yeah, I've got like a fatigue. I've yeah. got like a definite fatigue with it. Well, we're doing Inglorious next week. Maybe that'll pick it up a bit. Yeah, I'm Maybe hoping. I'm hoping, but something, so, something's been solid for me with Tarantino in recent years. And I oh, can't no. really. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not doing this. It was before. Yeah. It was before starting. I think Inglorious. It's a different. It's too turn. many feet shot. That's just it, man. I think. Like, I think we'll get to a part that's going to make me more excited. But all this build up the Pi story is cool but I prefer my favourite section is the cruel tutelage of Pi Mate. that's the best section of the movie for me yeah the, it's coming up very very soon yeah um, yeah but I, I, I quite enjoyed because I, I didn't remember his backstory at all mm. there was nothing that I remembered from it yeah so listening to the whole the monk that doesn't nod back yeah 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 is so hectic like yeah. it's so like it's cruel like, you want to see a cruel tutelage the yeah, cruel yeah. thing is Having one guy not nod back and then going, "Hey, look, just because I want your head now, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or your neck, yeah," um, and that's also where we we learned the five palm point palm exploding heart technique, mm. yeah, which will the Chekhov's gun of the movie, yeah, that's right. Mm. Um, uh, I like how uh, he says later on, Bill comes back down from the stairs from Pi May. Oh, that looked really seventies, yeah, like yeah. the style and, and like the, the the whites were a bit blown out. Mm. I'm yeah, fairly sure that was cool. the point. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They were trying to like match it to those type of mm. films. And that I'm gonna say that scene is blocked so fucking good. Yeah, where, yeah. Did you see the the, the mirror? The mirror. Yep, that's my His face. Yeah, that was that's, sick. It's just cool, man. It's yeah. just creative. It's like, how can we make this scene great? How and, can we see both works? actors? Yeah. yeah, and not have just was... the back of someone's head. Yep, and there's another one coming up. Yeah, the, or towards the end. Um. So yeah, I like how he says, "Lonely pie may hates Caucasians." despises Americans and has contempt for women. And you're like, oh, yeah. So that's he's uh, everything. He's racist. He's sexist. And just Tarantino. Just, yeah. That's <laughs> in moment, like, I'm not going to lie. With some of the things he said, I'm like, yeah. Jesus, you know, yeah. I would not be surprised. But he hammers his own people too, the Pai Mai. Yeah, he, he does. Hate, yeah, he, he, doesn't like, he doesn't like, <laughs> he doesn't like anyone. Like anyone. Well, he's not Japanese. He's Cantonese. Oh, Cantonese. Can, yeah. Yeah, oh. Speak Cantonese. Yeah. yeah. Your Cantonese is terrible. Yeah. Yeah. She says one word. <laughs> smashes him. You know the guy that plays Pai Mei is um, 
the leader of the Crazy 88s in the previous movie. Really? Yeah, oh, same actor. I love yeah. how he reuses. There's another actor. He did it with the um, the guy that was the sheriff in the first movie. Yeah, Esteban. He, yeah, he plays Esteban Which, in this movie. Interestingly enough, uh. do you know the son? Um, no, you know the sheriff. Uh, the sheriff's uh, deputy in the film. It's his yeah. son. In that's really. yeah, yeah. That's yeah. James yeah. Park. I do, Esteban scene is so good, man. I like that. And even he doesn't even He's blink. Good. He just he just he just his eyes go like three quarters and they and he just that's, oh fuck it's good man man all I can say is um um what's his name Parks Parks yeah I can't remember his first name Michael Parks Michael Parks yeah. thank yeah. you he's so underrated and I wish that guy would have gotten more roles younger because mm. him in that in this here like with the cigarette with the filter <laughs> he created a character yeah did you, which, did you like that bit yeah, like, it was starting to drag for me. At that point. <laughs> yeah. This is this is where the monologue's getting hefty. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah. oh man, I was I was I was in his own world. I was just like, this guy, man, it's hectic. You, so you liked? Where was the point? The like the actual point where you're like, okay, we need this movie to speed up. No, it's it's not even that. It's just I just think genuinely, I think that I can't get out of my own head with how indulgent Tarantino gets at times, mm. and don't he's really good at what he does don't yeah, get me yeah. wrong he's like one of the best directors in the world or whatever but i get there's just this weird thing that i've had recently where I just the more i've read about him and stuff like that i'm starting to question how i feel about him yeah internally with myself and then processing his art i'm seeing things i didn't used to see when i was younger because i used to watch his movies non-stop all the time mm. yeah now i'm like just there's some things and i'm like oh i don't man, i don't know and i think really what turned for me and he can say whatever he wants. He's a yeah. successful dude. This is, and I'm just a pleb. Like, like I'm sure he doesn't give a fuck what I think about him. Mm. And nor should he. Um, when he said he made a comment about how he's the best and he's untouchable and no one is near him, and I was like, oh, dude, like, what the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? Uh, is it is it not like we we know that that is not what you have to be to be a good, have the mindset like that to be a good artist? We know that there are lots of good yeah. writers and directors out there that don't have this uh you know uh, almost megalomania to mm. their mm. to their idea of themselves yeah but to some maybe some need that to get yeah i get that, that to hype himself up yeah that type of thing but then i've listened to him talk about other people's movies and he's really respectful and stuff i'm kind yeah. of confused as to who he is now i don't really like i'm he plays part some i think he likes yeah. acting as well i've got a question for you um not to, so you can take offense, but uh, how can I word this? Um, so, f- so what you're saying is from him acting his self off screen, right? Mm. Which we don't know what his well, what his true persona is. Does that affect you watching? No, those it's movies? it's more that um, yeah, I'm trying to figure. It's more that like knowing what he's like in the way that he talks about certain things yeah. and then seeing it filter through in his movies and that's why the monologues start to annoy me because I've heard him say about other directors mm. that their head's so far up their own ass and stuff like that and for me the, the, some mm. of these monologues gets to a point where it's like, you, like it's, and people like it and I think he's better than anyone else in the world at writing absolute exposition yes mm. that just sounds cool and you yeah. don't even care that it's exposition i don't think anyone else in the world can do that like he does and i think anyone that tries to copy him is just going to fail because yeah. it's just a god 
Yeah. Like, he actually Talent, said this. Yeah. Here's a quote from him. This is how much I, I used to watch interviews with him all the time. Yeah. He says he doesn't believe in God, but he believes in God-given talent. And that's like yeah. his ability to write dialogue is like his God-given talent. He said that about himself. And I would agree with that. That's a true... Because yeah. <laughs> no one else can do it like yeah, him. Yeah. But I... And don't get me I like this movie a lot. And yeah. I, I think I'm even just being more picky with it. Yeah, that's fair. Now yeah. than I normally would be because mm. i'm watching it for the purpose of discussing it on this and yeah. i don't i, I kind of don't want this podcast to be us just sitting the three of us going it's so good it's so good it's so good yeah no, yeah, yeah. Good, yeah i feel like yeah I, i'm trying to like find and that's this that section is mm. something that every time i've watched it i've always been like I, I i don't really like how it goes from like a breakneck pace to the slowdown mm. almost it definitely is which two, is weird two, for two me because films. yeah because which is weird for me because i usually like slow burn stuff mm. more but when it gets to that point and I, don't get me wrong his performance is good Michael Parks and that scene and everything but I'm yeah. just like we know where it's like I, maybe because I've seen it before but you know where it's going you know where you want it to go and it's like mm. just get just get me there at this point yeah. <laughs> it's like that's, yeah, I, I, yeah I can see I can definitely see that there it was for me even it was it's a long movie yeah Um, but I do feel like by the we had end to watch of it in it, two parts yeah. yeah but I do feel that by the end of it yeah by yeah. the end of it um, how do I say it? It turns into a, a, a very, very slow film. Mm. And it, if it wasn't just so damn enjoyable wanting to see her get the revenge yes. and wanting to see her reaction because we know that she, her kid's alive, yeah. uh, then the movie would have been dead for me already. Yeah, Like if if it was just finding Bill and that was it, it, I think it would have been worse than, you know, the reaction that she gets with her daughter and and then the fact that there's like this weird truth serum moment. I mean, I think the one moment in the film I would have cut from the whole thing and it's definitely a criticism is is actually the scene you probably like the most, the goldfish. I think the goldfish scene is less intriguing to me than the superhero scene. Mm-hmm. And I think it has less to do with uh, the idea of, of the importance of the story. I think, yeah, teaching the daughter that, you know, death yeah. is apparent and this is what happens. See, I like is that because from a father perspective. Yeah. And I thought that's fucking weird, but I, I liked it. It was weird, right. but do you, know, do you know what I didn't like about it? When he tried to attribute it to what he did to her by killing mm. her, I was like, dude, yeah. it's not the same yeah. thing. <laughs> but that's fair to him. They're, doing, they're all psychos. Yeah, I know this that. is a child that, yeah. learning, learning yeah. about death. Yeah and what happens and then you're like and this is a grown man shooting a woman in the head yeah, yeah. being knowledgeable <laughs> yeah and then you know i guess look yeah That's, sure uh, yeah to me it I is take more that it, is, it is more important but i think the we could almost get the same message across of the superhero part because the superhero part is the reasoning behind why he did what he did mm. and the other part is something that we already know that he did it yeah. So uh, uh, that's what I got from from that. Mm. There's definitely things with this movie that are uh, uh, just have problems with. I think the pacing has is a so bit I found, off. I can't I can't pick anything from this movie that annoys me. Don't, yeah. And don't get me wrong, out of all the ones that we've done so far, I think this one is the best, best one, one that I've watched. Same. Yeah. And I'm just being extra picky about it. Yeah. And I, yeah. I, dude, I really want to like. I really want to get back on the mm. the mind frame where I just love watching Tarantino stuff again. Yeah. But I think I started to fall out of love with him with the hateful eight. Mm. That movie like 
Yeah, you always say that. So I'm keen yeah. to see what you But I love, but this yeah. is the thing. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is my favorite one that I've watched. And it's the slowest one. Mm. I love that movie though. And I, but for me, that's him. That was a, a mature movie. Like he, mm. it was like he's, he's, he had grown more to me. Like there's always been leaps in his career. I feel like, mm. I feel like the leap to Kill Bill was a big one. Like yes. after, you know, that was, mm. that was a real change in style. Oh, and then yeah. after that, Inglourious Bastards was this other the leap. leap. Mm. Which wasn't far after. <laughs> yeah. And Django on, it was, there was a big guy. It was four years. Mm. Yeah. But it wasn't really far. If you look at the filmography, we get Kill Bill and that's it. And then we get Inglourious Bastards. But I would say from Inglourious Bastards to Once Upon a Time would be the next gap for me. Yeah, that's the thing. But yeah. Django is probably not as big of a leap, but that yeah. movie's good. Yeah, like, that's a cool movie. It's weird though; it's very shiny. Like, hate, it's very hate, like yeah. it's, a, it's a, it doesn't. It's a beautiful looking film, but it's the fact that everyone looks so clean <laughs> in in uh, a, in I haven't a, seen it in ages. Uh, I reckon it's, I've watched it recently. It still, yeah. I think it still feels like still a, feels good. a Kill Bill two. It's just in the West. West, mm, yeah. fair enough. I think that's what it is. It's Maybe I'll see that now that we've done this. Cleaner backgrounds, yeah. yeah. Yep. This run. And then yeah. I'm keen I'm keen to watch Hate Flight again just for the sense that I'm like, want to know where I sit with it because I've only watched it the one time. Yep. I think you should prepare yourself. Like as in like going into it, instead of just watching it like you would a, another movie, prepare that the fact is this is going to be fucking long. I know it's going to be but long. Yeah, but yeah. the thing is, but it's, it's weird because I've got this thing now with long movies, but I watched the Lord of the Rings trilogy recently, man, and none of those movies bothered me in their length. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's, it's a weird, it's just... It's, there's something. Because, yes. Do you think because he always tries to stretch things, he scenes out? Do you think you get sick of that? Yeah, he that's what, that's what was bothering me Attention. in this movie. Like, it was just stretching out because obviously the the build up to Bill had to be big. Mm. Um, I bet it's also like we we were robbed to seeing Bill fight too. Oh, but, I'm fine with that. Yeah, he was drinking, and I think he knew that his the the girl that he no oh, sorry there's a there was a deleted scene where Bill was going to fight a dude oh really the, there was going to be a flashback where he fights a dude in the street oh, we oh okay that well that would have been cool yeah yeah, yeah. but then but, yeah. adding that to the movie yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, I, but not, I do, not necessary there's nods there um because he jumps time between flashbacks in that mm. last scene mm. and I like when he um when Bill closes the door on him and Thurman and the kid mm. next time you see him again he's all like Hair's nice and neat. Mm-hmm. He's got the black thing. So got the belt on with the yeah. See now the, the gun. Yeah, the coolest gun. First time watching gun. it, you think, oh, something. Look, something's going to happen here. Mm. Yeah, mm. and he's getting the other send off. Yeah. yeah. Mm. The um, uh, there was something else. There was another scene I would have taken out of the film because it was only 15, 20 seconds. But I'm like, so unnecessary. Yeah. It's a laugh, but her getting out of the grave and then going to the diner. And being like, oh, that was water, sick. please. Oh, yeah. I thought that oh, was sick. Oh, I quite like that. Yeah, scene. that was yeah. funny. But yeah. I just don't think it's necessary. If <laughs> yeah. we, want it, we have a two-hour yeah. 17 movie, yeah. Yeah. And we I, can cut that. But I mean, talking about <laughs> that, though, having Sam Jackson's character talk about who he's played with in the past isn't necessary that is either. Like, that's, that's a massive tour-up. <laughs> it's like 10 minutes. But that, scene, <laughs> but that scene where she walks across the road, I pause it again. Did you, oh, because of the lighting. The lighting and it's all the dust. Yeah, it looks cool the way the dust yeah. is coming it's off like, her. Yeah. It's like, whoever thought of that, it's like, yeah. holy shit, man. It's yeah. just so good, sick. Good makeup department. And the, yeah. and the guy just in the in the milk bar with it is. <laughs> donut, like, what the fuck? He's got like what, a one-minute roll and yeah. he fucking nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. Um, Moving on, the training montage, your favorite part of it. I love this part. I love the sick. whole part of when the build-up to getting out of the coffin. Just this whole part from the... The training to 
uh, the the fight in the trailer. The fight in the trailer is so good. It's, it's this this is the, this is what just absolutely tips this movie over the top for me of his stuff. That whole this whole middle section. Like top of is in like really of what good. we've watched so far. Oh, so it's like the, this the takes it to the top of yeah. that pile. I think yeah. I put Kill Bill quite high up when I did my you did when yeah, I did yeah. my yeah. rankings. Yeah, Vol Two. Um, yeah, this the, the whole Pi May sequence awesome. I wanted more of it. I wanted more but of their relationship. Cool, right? That that to me was the most intriguing. I was more interested in that than I was about her and Bill. Mm. Um, yeah, just the respect that he gained for. Her. I would have liked to see it when she when he finally said goodbye to her and like there was like they liked each other yeah by the end you know like she was upset to learn that he'd been poisoned and everything it would yeah. have been that would have been super interesting to me but yeah yeah there was there was a mutual respect between them by the end of it yeah and there were moments though i love how there are moments that he sees where obviously she's his best student mm. because you know her going pop into the mm. into the wood he's there in the background with the yeah yeah that's his little the, tell anytime he does tell. that you know he's impressed <laughs> yes, yeah yeah so, yeah. so i mean it's literally like a, a literal stereotype of yeah. old it's like monkey magic yeah. yeah classics yeah. that's yeah. what it was a it was a yeah yeah, homage. yeah i loved yeah. it even the old drunken masters so. and, mm-hmm. I, and i noticed they did the same thing as um kill bill volume one with the background they did the you know the blue background and the other one mm. they did the red background for this one mm. for one of the training montages yeah. where they're still in the hand yeah the silhouette yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was really cool. We get the one-inch punch parts, and then we also get the, the rice with chopsticks. Man, that was so frustrating to watch. <laughs> Felt so bad for her all the way through. What it. is that? You can eat with the dogs or something? Yeah, because if eat you want to like eat like a dog, dog, you can sleep outside yeah, like a dog. Yeah. yeah, classic. Gives her another bowl, which is just chilling there. Yeah. And and I love it when she gets it up. He goes, mm. <laughs> and then, then does the the beard thing again, like very good, and he yeah. nods. Fucking cool. (laughs) Yeah, so that was that was a really, really great, well shot and well Mm. well written scene. Mm. Yeah. Um then we get the crawling out of the grave. So I just want to go the one of the most iconic shots that used to be on I remember being in the magazines and on the back of the DVD and everything is when he jumps on top of the sword too. Oh yeah. Stands on the sword, yeah. Yeah. Just like yeah. yeah. It's like how are you holding it up? (laughs) But it's another yeah, that's been done in the movies before. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he, he says to her, "It's a good view to see my foot." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's <her> back. <laughs> he's ruthless in it. He's a prick. <laughs> he is. He's very much the um, the mentality of like a drill sergeant. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. So we get the crawling out of the grave, which is really interesting because they do this camera up through the dirt, and it's like it almost feels like she's crawling with super speed yeah. out of this dirt. Yeah. Or she's well, they're playing her like a. As a superhero. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then we get um, Bud getting killed by the Black Mamba. The Black Mamba scene is a, is pretty long. Nah, like, man. Loved it. it. It's great because Ellie Driver is so like... Daryl Hannah in this, yeah. by the way, Amazing. is so good. Mm. The the scene where she's before that uh, on a, on the phone mm. talking about like how much do you want? You yeah. Know, well, this is priceless. We get that drop back from Bill before. Mm. Yeah. And that, that whole thing, I'm like, I'm looking at it. I'm like, Daryl Hannah's like stealing this like mm. first half of the movie mm. with just. There's a lot of tight shots in this. Eh? Oh, I still think Uma's. I think this is just Uma's. Movie. Oh, the, yeah. the second yeah. half, yeah. she's yeah. for me is like her, like just all out. Mm. Oh, when she's in the coffin and everything, she's fucking. She's good. Yeah. <laughs> I do find they don't use many wide angle lenses, even for these tight shots. Mm. They've kept it all. Like looks like. 50 or something like that yeah that's yeah. an interesting um 
Yeah, it is. A, it, well, I mean, it's they're pretty cramped in most yeah, of the areas. Even, <laughs> yeah, but even in the tense scenes, like he, he doesn't he doesn't use like your you know your wide angles to show yeah or even sort of energy or anything like that. It's just it's just there. Well, we've already there. established the location. Mm. We sort yeah. of know where we are. I don't. Oh no, like yeah. you know, like saying. Oh, this is going this way out there. Saying Revenant, right? These are like it's 15, 16 mils, and then yeah. like, so it yeah. just distorts everything. Mm. But he's kept it like old school, and it's just yeah. Well, he's just going for nice. that. He's yeah. going for that old school yeah. feel. Yeah, I thought this yeah, is good choice. Mm. Yeah, it doesn't seem like they swap out the lenses a hell of a lot. Mm. Yeah, it keeps it that same um, focal. Well, Deacons likes to shoot on fifty mil. Mm. It's the closest to the human eye. Mm. So it's maybe that's what they're going for. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, so we get the cool fight. So fantastic with all the the sword hitting yeah, the cool, trailer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just you can't open it. So good. Um, until we finally get the eye snatch, which is <laughs> her reaction is fucking amazing. The build man. up to that moment is really good though. When they stand there facing off with the swords, yeah. And she like we find out that Bud never did sell his Hattori Hansa sitting in his yeah. golf bag. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then she's like, they cross swords, and then she just looks at her eye and. Whack. <laughs> you, don't, you don't notice even that yeah. scene, just another cinematography thing. They use a lot of um saying hateful eight, there is, it's in there. Um what else? Inglorious Bastards when they with the whole milk scene. They shine like a real powerful light down Straight the desk down the center. and it bounces everything up. And if you look at the in that trailer scene where Black Mamba is with Beatrix, yeah. Um it's a really strong white source coming from the top and it's just bouncing and hitting everything. Yeah, with Ellie. Yeah. What's yeah. Ellie? Ellie? Ellie's the California rattlesnake. rattlesnake. Oh, yeah. that's so, right. Sorry, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but Beatrix is the black, black mama. mama. And that's oh, why sorry. they she puts it in the bag of bud. Yeah. To yeah, try yeah. and frame that's it. Right, yeah. That was yeah. um that was um Kobe Bryant's yeah. alter ego in basketball, Black yeah. Mama. Black Mama. <laughs> I thought yeah. there was like a little YouTube <laughs> yeah. 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 Playing on top of a is it a like a hotel or something? And it's like futuristic and that. Oh, maybe. He just used to call himself the Black Mamba. Yeah, there's a little yeah. YouTube video on it, eh? By the yeah. way, have you ever seen how a Black Mamba moves? No. Nah. No. It's, it's a different type of snake. <laughs> they're so fast and they're so fucking angry. Yeah. They're, they're like, out of all the snakes I've ever seen, they, they're the ones that just want to... They'll come after you for 10 feet to attack you. Mm. And, and most other ones will run. Yeah, mm. crazy. But it doesn't attack her when she walks past because it knows... She's black superior. mamba knows that it, she's the black mamba. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, I thought it was an interesting take on how Robert Richardson does these yeah, shots. Straight he, down the center and he bounces uses it, it heaps. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's smart. It's common. It's a good way to do it. Um, yeah, I just like her reaction with the eye snatch. Just how she ah, in the yeah. background. I was yeah. just like, yes, yeah. <laughs> and That's she just leaves get, it there. Yeah. Well, surely the black mamba's gonna <laughs> probably do its job. Yeah. I mean, yeah. 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 Finished. Um, and then it's like how, and it's the end of that chapter that she walks out of the caravan and the door just goes bunk yeah like a shotgun shell yeah. almost yeah. goes yeah. off um, oh like just before that you know yeah. how Bud's making a, the cocktail oh yeah it's just <laughs> spilling everywhere yeah. <laughs> it's just, he's so good that guy man yeah My, um, Michael, Madsen. Michael Madsen yeah. Yeah. Mm. he's great in it and you get that you know that, that woman early on that woman wants to kill us or something and we deserve to die yeah yeah, yeah. I was going to say all these... Uh, but so does she. Yeah. <laughs> what about all the, t- the tobacco spit? Oh, yeah. yeah. All gross. in her face. Yeah. Yeah. Gross. Oh, so <laughs> He's just like a bum. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> jumping further ahead because we've covered a lot of it already. Mm. 
the Shogun Assassin. She shows her Shogun Assassin. I was checking oh, out yeah. what it was. It's like an R-rated movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, fucking hell. Um, uh, and then finally we get our end moment with uh, Bill yeah. getting oh, five finger punch. What yeah. did you think of the um, the scene where the flashback with that... Um, oh, shit to take Oh, the down. pregnancy test. Well, yeah. This, that was this cool. Is, yeah. Yeah. This is what I was going to say about lighting. Because mm. fucking lighting in that scene is off the charts dope, eh? the her she's face behind the bed <laughs> yeah her face is perfectly lit in like yeah. these shadows like a kuroscuro type of yeah. look well it's through the door the hole of the door, door yeah. yeah yeah that that was cool seeing um it was cool seeing her at like the peak of her powers too like yeah. when yeah when the shotgun fire goes off and she does that little flip and kicks the door, door. closed yeah. and stuff it's really it's cool saying, yeah. Yeah. yeah and she yeah. says that she says to the woman she goes i'm the most dead i'm the deadliest woman in the world yeah but yeah. right now i am so scared yeah <laughs> You know, so please look, you know, you know, look at this thing. And yeah. you see the, the woman that's holding the shotgun, her face throughout the, that half a minute gets so fucking sweaty. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But this is a perfect example of what you said about no one else can write a scene like that mm. other than Tarantino. Yeah. It just works. I loved it. But see, even that was at the late point in the movie and I liked that scene. Like I was like, yeah, this is, this is like the elastic yeah. band theory. Mm. <laughs> and yeah. like proper effect and yeah. it felt very similar to the one in once upon a time in hollywood when brad pitt when it finally releases you know and brad pitt goes ape shit in the house yeah. and everything it was on par with that for me i really liked it yeah. yeah um and the part that i wanted to bring up just before the ending uh is when he says you know i found you and i saw that you know you were pregnant and had a kid and yeah and i overreacted yeah but I could see like he was being genuine. Mm. Like Bill was being super genuine about the moment. He's like, yeah, like I was so angry that I, I did that. Yeah. Like, anyway, I thought that was really, a really interesting little part. Um, that's how assassins, that's how assassins overreact. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Scary. They're not even human. Yeah. But let's move on to our first segment, Digging Deep with Declan. Yep. Do you have anything for us, Declan? I do. Uh, okay. I referenced when we did Kill Bill Volume 1 that this was going to be my digging deep um the i don't know if you guys know much about this the the shot when uh uma's driving the car down the dirt road mm-hmm. do you know the controversy that occurred with that that came out in recent times yeah you would know about it i, I do and i watched it last night i'm about to get into it <laughs> <laughs> do tell do tell so basically um tarantino didn't want to use a stunt double for that he wanted uma to do it Yep. And she didn't feel confident about driving the car that fast. The stunt double wasn't there. He also wanted Uma to do it. Yeah. Um, for the hair, the way the hair was going to fly and everything. Yes. She didn't feel confident about her driving skills. Right. And it's in an old Carmen gear. So basically... Does a little blue car, yeah? yeah. And on a dirt road. She crashes the car. And I'll oh, show you. Oh, wow. Bam. Oh. So that's Uma, right? That's, that's a real. That's that's, that's, real. that's her. Yeah, yeah full hedge. crash. Wow. And then, um, basically, they tried to bury it. Um, well, Weinstein. Weinstein did. tried to bury it. Yeah. And um, Tarantino eventually got the footage out there, yeah. which she credits him for, but that really severed their relationship. She got permanent injuries from it. it fucked her knees up and stuff, and she got a concussion and everything. Yeah. And um, Harvey Weinstein told her she could have the footage if she agreed to sign a like non-disclosure agreement 
about the whole incident. That they won't, she that refused. They won't sue. She wouldn't sue. Yeah. So basically, you can maybe put two and two together about why her acting career stalled. Yeah. Weinstein. Mm. Yeah. And he also, she also, in the Me Too movement, he sexually assaulted her as well. Wow. Um, and her and Tarantino have now made amends. But it is a bit of an example of pushing something mm. too far for the sake of getting it. Caused yeah. a rift in trust between them for many years. 100%, yes. Oh. And yeah. I don't see them ever working together again. No, probably not. Um, but but this stayed hidden said, for all this time until 2018 it came yeah. out. Yeah. And, but he was the one that got it out, thankfully. Yeah, not that it Not that that's like... You she know, did appreciate it. She, said that, she said that he was immediately remorseful and like... He, he says he says it's the biggest regret of his filmmaking career that he's ever, he's he well, said at least I just, his understanding of that yeah. and you know it's not doesn't make it better but it no. definitely uh, shows that you know people do make you know were there any yeah. directors make that's, silly decisions that stood up against Weinstein I think there's a lot <laughs> yeah um oh it was weird it was a weird little territory for them because directors that had constantly worked with him did kind of stand up but they were also like yeah but fucking haven't said anything this whole time mm, it was yeah. um it was odd tarantino and kevin smith were probably the two biggest ones yeah. that literally all their films got made with them was there yeah. yeah um link later as well wasn't it i think link later yeah, was a maybe um, maybe yeah they they came out but they were also heavily criticized for staying quiet for so long mm. um which yeah i don't know it's it's yeah it's a real <laughs> obviously they should have said something but Things are changing. They are changing. They're changing for the better. And something like this didn't it? But like, look at how much power the dude had. Like, he, yeah. oh, shit. he kept this buried for years and years. You know, we like, know that Miramax was one of those type of. That was one of the companies that had their mitts in the Academy Awards. Mm. Like oh, yeah. anything that they yeah. were doing, were pretty much going straight mm. to the Academy later. Yeah. So it's but, like when um, I remember when that's the, a lot of power. The master when the master was coming out and. Um, PTA was getting interviewed and he, they were like oh this is your first movie with Harvey Weinstein oh. um, don't you reckon he's the best person to have like because this will get you awards and he must have not had a good relationship because his answer was really weird and he just goes he said yeah man he's a bull in a china shop and that's all he said and never worked with him again he's what? He's a bull in a china shop. Yeah. Oh, okay. And then he never worked with him ever again. So well, I'm like, something went down there. Like, yeah. they must have had like a confrontation yeah. or something. Everything you ever heard about Harvey was yeah. always that he was always angry. Yeah. He was always hot headed. Yeah. Always, always the type of guy that was like, I see him in like, This trash. is what I'm doing. Yeah. This is me. This is. You're yeah. finished. You're yeah. finished. Yeah. 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 But like, in not a good way, in like no, a no. violent way. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'd Even say, you said Entourage. Smith said it. The way yeah. they played him. Yeah. Yeah. Smith said it that, you know, there were times where he would walk out of a screening of his and he's like what the fuck are you doing you're the producer walking out of the screening for the movie that's mine you know oh, you know, I don't want it it's not that good or whatever <laughs> and you're like mate you just <laughs> you can't do that you gotta yeah. put, a, put on a good face and you know he's you'd get angry at him I know yeah. that yeah but um yeah shit we were robbed of um some good Uma years yeah. yeah is she doing anything now I forgot to check um I think she did well after that didn't she do the my super ex-girlfriend and stuff like yeah, that Yeah, that didn't do well yeah lately oh, the house that jack built she was in that was that was a good movie you guys should watch that yeah um has uh, it's a Lars von trier movie which i know yeah not a fan, not a fan <laughs> but it was quite good um matt dillon and what's, it what's seems the new, like the new stuff the newest stuff she has down a dark hall Chambers on Netflix, 
the war with grandpa which is i think is the third of the grandpa movies with robert de niro and that's it well that's a series of movies go back yeah there's three i think they got got smashed i think it is four upcoming ones what are those four upcoming movies um suspicion uh tour seti four hollywood stargirl and untitled stargirl sequel hollywood stargirl julia hart is the director Starkle Caraway as she journeys out of Mika into a bigger world of music, dreams, and possibility. Never heard of it. Uh, but anyway, hmm. they're the movies that she has coming. Yeah, scores this. She's still working. <clears throat> yeah, just not in really. Yeah, a she should have been a superstar. Oh, really, yeah. she really should have. Yeah. yeah. After these movies. Hmm. Hey, was Julia Roberts a part of Miramax? Probably. Back Probably. In the day? Yeah, maybe. I wouldn't be I surprised. Yeah. There were some actresses that were so powerful that they couldn't touch. Yeah. yeah. You know, like. He wouldn't have been able to get away with, yeah. yeah. Like she's, she's too big of a name. Yeah, yeah that yeah. she was huge. She was, she yeah. was, she huge was the biggest. She was the biggest nineties to two thousand. Yeah. She was massive. Far out. Well, it was basically yeah. her Kidman, Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock was huge. That's as well. what Anuma should have been in that yeah. realm, really. Yeah. yeah. But she, I think also Batman and Robin fucked her career yeah, up. That a would bit. have done it as well. <laughs> that was before this movie. Yeah. But yeah. I think didn't that give her up a good a bit. name. Nah, yeah. No. Mm. Um, moving on. Moving on. Uh, Dan Cinematography Corner. Sack it or brisket. A little context for new listeners. Sack it or brisket came from Dan's love of beef briskets. Check out the Enola Holmes episode. And you need unique term to sack that if he doesn't like something. So is he going to sack this flick cinematography or make himself a beef brisket and love every morsel of his visuals? Ooh, okay, go for it, Dan. <laughs> you hate it more than me. It's like you look down and see it's so funny. <laughs> It'll never go away. <laughs> this is a brisket. A brisket. Yep. This is a great movie uh, to showcase Robert Richardson's powers. Mm. We're talking about super, superpowers, superheroes. <laughs> yeah, man. This guy's a he's a beast. This the way it's lit up, it just looks beautiful. Nearly every shot's beautiful, um, and the use of different um, like different looks, like you know the pie mate, It's got that whole seventies look. Mm. Then you got more of your modern look in there. Um, the way he separates, you know, the background, the fight scenes, everything. It's just any shot you look yeah. at it, it's great. Yeah. And it's there for a purpose. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, and to to help tell the story, like the, the perfect example is that that eye in the coffin. Yeah. Just yeah. That she's seen that the last looks bit of between, light. Boom, gone. The looks between the two of them, even before that, where it's just you know, it's this. It's just. Yeah. It's just eyes mm. between the two of them. And you can see kind of Bud's remorse. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? I mean, that's an acting thing as well, mm. but definitely how that shot, the decision yeah. for those shots. Yeah. And um, super smart. And uh, yeah, I think there's a reason why yeah, Tarantino's now pretty much stuck mm-hmm. with him. Like even the end scene when she comes out from the um, seeing a daughter, it's like a wide shot and you just see the little samurai sword at the front. Yeah. Just something that's that simple. You know, she's going to, she's going to make a break for it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, it's just, it's really, really well done. And this is where a movie is just, yeah, firing on all cylinders. I always say that. <coughs> but yeah, man. Excuse me. This is a brisket. Thank you, Dan. Declan. Factoids. <laughs> like, what have I done wrong? <laughs> what, me? <laughs> factoids. Uh, uh, clean the rock salt off the chest and uh, give us the factoids. Going to punch the plank get the skin off my knuckles and the factoids are going to drop out. <laughs> five 
finger punch technique are some factoids. <laughs> factoids, factoids, giving you these factoids. Put it in a rap, boys. Something with some trap noise. Okay, just get to it, please. Hey, hey, <laughs> this is hey, cringe. Just, just on that five finger punch, I like just how long the name of it is. Yeah. They yeah. kept repeating it, they don't shorten it. Yeah, I know, it's, it's so exactly funny. the same thing. There's, it's. <laughs> If, how, what is it called? How do you call it? What about Five the- point palm exploding heart technique. Yeah. What about uh, the dropping of the C word? <laughs> oh, oh, yeah! yeah. <laughs> oh, I was like, sometimes you can be a cunt. I was like, yeah. <laughs> oh, man, it's funny. Um, so Tarantino originally intended to have Pyme's lips speaking Cantonese with Tarantino's voice dubbed over the top, like those old school kung fu movies, uh-huh. bad dubbing. <laughs> Yeah. Boy, am I glad he didn't do yeah, that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Thank that. God. <laughs> um, I spoke last week about in my digging deep they've got here that Uma and Daryl not getting along. Mm. Yeah. So you think about that fight scene too. There might have been some <laughs> oh, venom between full them. On, yeah. Getting rid of some hate there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the brothel segment was the last scene to be filmed. Oh, really? And it was filmed at a real Mexican brothel. Oh, wow. Yeah. All right. How was that chick with the... Cut, yeah. They were real. They were real prostitutes as well. Hectic. Yeah. So that cut was real. I'm guessing, yeah. Mm. <laughs> that is terrifying. Yeah. Mm. Um, poor, poor women. Yeah, it's shit. Yeah. It's not cool. Um, Pyme's three-inch punch is a reference to Bruce Lee's three-inch knockout punch. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Thing. Um, I think I mentioned this one in the Reservoir Dogs one, but I'll go over it again. Mm. To save it, because oh, I forgot to pay attention to it. Um, the gas can, the gasoline can that Michael Madsen use, uses on the cop yeah. oh, in yeah. Reservoir Dogs is in his trailer oh. in this movie. Oh. But I, I don't know why I forgot that to would pay make, attention to it. I don't know why, though, that, I guess, I mean, it's, it's just, just an Easter egg. Yeah, it's just an Easter egg, like is. the Marvel movies do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this is the first Tarantino film that uses real brand names in the movie. He's never done that before. He usually has alternate what, what, names what for things. brands are there in this? Don't know. It says it has several real-life products and brand names appear in the movie. Maybe like the spirits or something? Yeah. The end? Or the bread. The bread, maybe? Yeah. yeah. It's Wonder White. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know what yeah, it is. Wonder White. Yeah. I think so. Um, the boots Uma Thurman has on when she's buried alive are the same boots that Michael Madsen used in Reservoir Dogs huh. and the straight razor is the same one as well. Oh, that's cool. That's a, that's a good little connection. Mm. The story Esteban Viejo, Michael Parks, tells yeah. about Bill in the movie theater sucking his thumb is a story Kurt Russell told Tarantino. Kurt did the same thing at a drive-in movie theater when he was a boy when he saw Marilyn Monroe on screen. That's creepy. Uh, yeah. So I guess well, that's a good connection then to Death Proof. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So huh. it must be mates. Mm. Um, the club owner that hated Bud's hat this happened because Tarantino didn't like Michael Madsen's hat when he kept turning up on set wearing it. He refused to take it off, so Quentin got back with a little change on the script the next day and Michael Madsen had to follow it. <laughs> that hat, that fucking hat. How many times have I told you? <laughs> I was just thinking about another thing about the the um, company placement. Yeah. The it was, a, it was a red coffee can mm. that was in there heaps too. His, his tobacco spit. Oh, yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah that would yeah, be yeah. like the bean can or something. Yeah, I thought it was beans, but he put it as coffee. coffee. Yeah. Huh. Nestle. Um, so here's, here's the two 
biggest deleted scenes uh, that I was talking about. So there was a chapter called Yuki's Revenge that was cut from filming to accommodate the massacre at Two Pines. Right. Um, this was going to have Gogo's sister, Yuki Yabari, mm-hmm. seek vengeance on the bride for killing her sister from the first film. And that's, you know, when uh, she says, I no longer have the van because the guy was like, oh, yeah. Yeah. it gets destroyed in that sequence. Right. right. So that would have been too I guess can, canonically it still happens. Yeah. But we just don't get to see it because yeah, the much. van still gets destroyed. And then he, uh, Michael J. White filmed several scenes in this movie with wow. David Carradine, but these were cut from the final film due to pacing concerns. And I'll have to check this out. I'm sure it'll be on YouTube or so something. That but there's a lengthy, a lengthy confrontation between the two. Is on is the only deleted scene on the DVD. Ah, Michael J. White would be spewing because that'd be his that'd that be his big a good breakout. Yeah, yeah. For him. because all he's, he just does those really well, teen he had, he had fighting also movies. Spawn. Yeah, didn't average. go very well. No. Unfortunate. Mm. Yeah, Blood and Bone was really good. That was like a straight to DVD. Yeah. He was in um, he was in that YouTube Mortal Kombat series that they did. Hey, he played Jax. Yeah, Jax, yeah. 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 He was yeah. good in that. Yeah, he would have been a good Jax now. He's an older dude, so you know. I don't know like, what you're talking about. But he would have been a good Jax now. Like, come on! Oh my god! Now we cut. <laughs> god damn it! Um, <laughs> it's gone from from Daniel's mind. Man, yeah. it's gone. <laughs> what movie? He says. <laughs> Um, I wanted to add one thing to the factoids. Yeah. Uh, Paula Schultz is the wife of Dr. King Schultz. Oh, oh for real? From, um, yeah. Oh, cool. From Django. Django, yeah. yeah. right. Huge. So yeah. that was the connection. Yeah, that's cool. That was probably yeah. better with the digging deep, but... <laughs> yeah. That's hectic. Would have been more maybe in that line of that, but oh, yeah. I thought facts. that name was sounded familiar. Yeah, Paula Schultz. So that's where it comes from. It's the... The wife of Dr. King Schultz. So, Dr. King Schultz, he's the... Um, the uh, Christoph Waltz. Yeah, Christoph Waltz, yeah. He's the, the German... How funny is a little... I see a little tooth going on the caravan. Yeah, in the caravan. Yeah. So funny. A couple of weeks away, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, uh, final thoughts. Let's finish this boy up. Uh, did you first before, Declan? You go first, Dan Man. This movie is fantastic. And I wish I put it in my top 10 because I enjoyed the ride. What did I have it as? Uh, you had it as eight, number eight of wow. the nine. Man, my list is hectic. Yeah, but we're going to fix that up later. Yeah. You had it as number two of the nine. Yeah. Declan? See, I do. I like this movie yeah, a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you keep like trying to reinforce that you still like this movie. I do like it. Yeah, I know. He does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he doesn't want people to think that he's bagging it for no reason, which is good. Um, yeah, look, man, uh, you know, I'm a cinematography person, so I really enjoyed it. Um, I love the, all the... Any, look, anything Tarantino is doing from Kill Bill 1 onwards, I think it's just leaps and bounds. Like, mm. Reservoir Dogs is still good. He came out you know, firing on all cylinders mm. um, for a confined space movie. Mm. Um, and then he, I think he just... Like, Pulp Fiction... It's good, but I still think it's overrated. For I still, I still that's reckon Reservoir Dogs enough. is better. Um, I would agree. That's because that's like the ten. Yeah. That's like always everyone, references yeah. his tentpole movie. But yeah, it's, it's no. Yeah. It's yeah. It doesn't come close it's true. to everyone's. It's, yeah. I think and, that uh, movie. I think if we were up with that movie, I think that movie changed Hollywood in a in way. Mm-hmm. Just it, it scorched the indie market, and it got indie everyone interested in indie films again. I think mm-hmm. that's the yeah, relevance that it yeah. has. Yeah. yeah, it had an impact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And uh, yeah, yeah. Jackie Brown wasn't wasn't good. 
I didn't and, like Daniel Brown either. Yeah, yeah. So then we got Kill Bill, um, which is that's when we started to see, you know, he he got he got hooked up with a great cinematographer to help tell his vision. Mm. Um, and then and Kill Bill too. I think this is I think this is the probably the best one so, so far, far for me. So this is gonna be a nine out of ten. A nine out of ten. Yep. Wow. I haven't scored a nine in a long time. Yeah. Mm. You really enjoyed this movie. Yeah, it's good. That's fair mm. enough. Mm. Uh, Declan. Yeah. No, it's, it's number two on my list. It's mm. probably good chance it's going to stay sitting there. Yeah. Um, I've always liked this one more than the first one. Uh, but yeah, these two movies, def- it's a definite leap up from Kill Bill Volume 1 and this one mm. takes another leap up. Yeah. And like I'm just, when I <laughs> criticize the dog stuff, that's something that I have an issue with across all of Tarantino mm. stuff. Like that's just something that I get a bit tired of yeah the more and more fair fair enough enough, Um, but i can see how yeah yeah it's it's really good it's really really good Mm. (laughs) yeah i always say he's a a master Mm. yeah at his own style yeah Mm. um yeah for me i i love this movie but i like the movie packaged i've always said that Mm. i'll I'll continue down that path Mm. so for me uh uh, i'm gonna give it an 8.5 um only because I, i like number one more uh, but that being said, uh, you know, I mean, as a one as a one piece film, this is like a nine for me. As a two piece, number one is nine, and number two is eight point five. Mm-hmm. And I think that this is, to me personally, the Quentin Tarantino magnum opus. And that's only because he hit this point where it's not like it's it isn't his adult filmmaking. It isn't that once upon a time in hollywood mm. but it is also mm. a fun as well and it's this level balance it is his royal tenenbaums mm. you know it, yeah i hear you you know I what i mean that. like yeah, that makes it yo this is definitely kill bill is definitely where his career takes a turn yeah, yeah. I, I find kill bill one is more of a if we're going to compare it and say um i'll say kill bill one is more of a teeny bopper right person and then kill bill two is more of a, a parent. That's how I see the two different things. I'd say I, so the I second don't, movie matures. I I, I just wish one. when you said you saw them at the cinema, I wish I was older and then I got to because I, I I did get mm. to experience the phenomena of like you know I'd seen this movie um, on DVD when it came out mm. at the video store and mm. I'd been waiting the year for it after watching <clears throat> Volume One, one to know yeah. what was going to happen. Like <clears throat> me and Dad watching them together, and then I remember being like fuck yeah i get to go to the cinema to see inglorious bastards i get to see my first tarantino film at the cinema you know and um it's r-rated inglorious bastards oh no not inglorious sorry kill bill was i was 18 by the time inglorious came out oh okay um you can still get in there anyway not r-rated no you can't i have before with a kid as a kid oh no it's not like a young whippersnapper yeah kid you can't get in 16 or something i've been in before yeah when you're r-rated an r-rated film yeah they don't do it they, when I was a kid they wouldn't do well, it um, anyway sorry yeah but anyway like, I remember um... <laughs> well, well, I remember yeah. anyway keep going <laughs> sorry mate <laughs> um, and I remember I remember I just remember the phenomenon of seeing just one that moment, no. <laughs> I remember the, and being like uh, or like motherfuckers stepped it up again yeah that's always an exciting prospect for me being someone that's in the movies is when, when you like a director and go into their next movie at the cinema experience it for the first time and you go like well this <clears> this guy's fucking 
he's gone. Yeah. He's gone for it once again. That's yeah. always exciting for it him. Is, yeah. If I was if I was him, oh, oh, how would you like? How would you react? Or what would you think of when you're making a movie? Like, say me, right? Like, I go and shoot a wedding. I'm always nervous when I deliver it mm. all the time because, like, you know, you put your sweat into it. But imagine him. This is being seen by billions of people. And you, and you go to do your, you say he's number 10, he's 10 movie now, 10th movie coming mm. up. It's like, man, what if people aren't going to like this? Everyone's expecting it to be like he's well, just... There's the always that. Do you know what I mean? There's always, yeah. head. No, you go first. Sorry. I was going to say there's always that front mm. with any artist, I mm. think. But I do think that this is where what Declan was saying before about that little bit of megalomania, little bit of, you know, I'm the best. Mm. Sometimes that has to be there. Oh, yeah. With the certain counter. people. Yeah. You know, I think the best directors don't need it mm. because that means that they're not only good directors, but they're good people. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, some, some of them need... A big head to mm. do big things, mm. and because that's um, his way of coping with it. Eh? I know, it I know, be. I know too. Yeah. I've heard a lot of directors. I don't know if I've actually specifically heard Tarantino ever say this, but a lot of directors, like your mate Nolan, has said it. And um, they, My mate. they take on, um, <laughs> they take on projects that they feel uncertain about in terms of being able to do it mm. because it gives them fear, and mm. fear is a primal human motivator drive, that yeah. makes you try harder mm. which is true mm. um and i think that's a big part of it i think that's why the best directors are always stepping up stepping mm. up stepping up and like that's why steve that's why spielberg some of his stuff's been because he's he kind of coasts every now and then doesn't yeah, he yeah. really like yeah um so it's just it makes me wonder now i always come back to denny villanov with his dune thing he's got going on here well he's he pushes himself yeah, like he does. Yeah, like yeah, because Blade Runner was a push. Yeah, yeah. but everyone's yeah. gonna think, I don't know. It's like people still have low hopes for this June movie. That's good. I said it's gonna be hard. Yeah, so I've the lower so the hopes go, yeah. but it's like a Tarantino. The it'll be. <laughs> when will he? Chances are someone's gonna make like Jackie Brown is in yeah. causes like that's. Oh, I mean, a lot of people like that movie, but yeah. Uh, Halfway as well. For, I mean, I don't know. I've kept saying I'm gonna watch it again, but mm. there's gonna be lulls here and there in a person's mm. career. It's like. Jeez, man, like, mm-hmm. can't well, yeah. have a go up all the time. Like, I hope it's just not his 10th. It's, like, it's like Federer no. doesn't win every Grand Slam he plays in, you know? Like, it's, yeah, it's, it's you, can't, you can't knock every single one out of the park. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like Nolan's career, though. Nolan's, every movie he does is good. Yeah. But there are movies there that, like, I would say Tenet's a, a minor dip in personally. Yeah. Like, I, I, don't, think, think, I don't think it's as yeah. good as things like Interstellar. Interstellar. And Dunkirk is so concise. So, I yeah. mean. Yeah, I, th- I, think, I think Dunkirk is probably like his that'll be the one that gets looked back on in terms of like just like wow factor yeah but yeah. uh tenet tenet is definitely in terms of like just being like a, a product of a movie yeah, is definitely Oscar a dip too, but also theory also <laughs> science theory in the film but also my god did he push himself in that movie oh, oh yeah, yeah but sure <laughs> yeah. the things it's he had to do fucking mind but he, that's the yeah. thing Making i don't think so hard i don't think these directors the best always do that yeah they're always pushing they're gonna hit and miss mm. yeah but as long as they're always trying to well, be I, better. I gave, I, gave, I, gave, I gave this analogy the, the other day to my girlfriend because she was talking, one of her friends was talking about, I know this like doesn't, I'm getting to a point. I'm doing a Tarantino dialogue. <laughs> doing a monologue. Hurry up, Declan. Um, oh, man, come on, it's 11 o'clock. But like, she so, so was talking about, one of her friends was talking about how she hates dating apps because she's not meeting anyone. 
and i was like yeah but it's like that's just the numbers game like i was like you know like mm. it's like there's a lot of shit out there that you yeah. gotta get through and i was like but you know like baseball mm. right the best batters in the world in the sport of baseball have an average hitting rate of 0.35 yeah that's pretty they shit fucking that's barely horrible. hit anything yeah and that's the best in the world so yeah. like you just you swing and you miss sometimes man yeah. that's what yeah. happens yeah. <laughs> true that's a low average eh? it is yeah <laughs> Maybe it's, David Boone was in there. It's worse than my KD ratio on Call of Duty. That's <laughs> crazy. That's bad as well. It's not good. Uh, that's the best of the world. That's the best of the best. If you're yeah. above, if you're above 0.35 and you're in the 0.4s, you're like, it's, you're out of this yeah. world. Incredible. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think we've exhausted our time on Kill Bill Volume Two, mm-hmm. uh, and I think we've fairly judged the film. Uh, let's wrap this up. You've been listening to Neon Radio Podcast. I'm Reese. I'm Dan. I'm going to take my five steps. I'm Declan. And have a good week. Respect. Respect.